Welcome back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are covering Season 1, Episode 23 of Demon Slayer Hashira Meeting. What did you think of the yes, episode, Chaz? I liked it. liked it a lot. This was a fun episode. It wasn't like nothing too crazy happened mm-hmm. or whatever. Kind of the intense stuff from last episode kind of subsides during this one. But I already like a lot of these characters. Okay. So that's good. And I think there is a lot to dig into with some of these characters, especially the master. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited to talk about it. You ready to do that? I'm ready to do it. Well, then let's, let's go. Do it. So we pick back up with the confrontation between Nezuko and Wind. I still don't know his name yet. And I've got, so I've set a mission for myself. I'm just going to learn at least one name per new episode that the people are in. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like next episode, if none of them are in, I'm not going to like go do research to figure out one, but if they're in it, then I'm going to learn it. All right. Right now, he was not the lucky one tonight. He will still be wind for the duration of this podcast. I've got a question for you. Um, we're on episode 23. Have you watched ahead any at all? No. Okay. I don't play that. Do you think, and if you had to guess, what uh, some one-on-one meetings with some of these Hashiras? Um, who would you have to get? Obviously, Shinobu and Giyu off the table, because we've been with them. So you're asking, who do I think would be, or who do I want to see? Both. I think both's a good question. See, there is a season two of this show, so do you think, who do you think would be like the next one that we're getting one-on-one action with, or who would you want to have be your next one? I like that question a lot. Um, so I'm going to think like maybe like a sound and, uh, like flame. Okay. That would be funny because I could see like flame having like a short temper with sound. Um, and then maybe like a, like a love Hashira and then either the serpent one or even the wind where she's just so positive and then they're kind of like jerks or real like conniving and stuff like that. Those Oops. are the yeah. top ones that come to mind. Okay. So you just named all of them? Well, I named four. Okay. And you asked for a couple, so I gave I, you a so, so the first ones that you think we will see is I mean, sound? Or no, is the first ones that we'll see, I, th- I feel like for whatever reason, Stone kind of feels like a veteran to me. He seems like he's been around the block a couple times. He does. Stone seems like he's the leader of the Hashiras. Mm-hmm. So I think Except that he cries, maybe we so. get more from him. He seems pretty wise. Whereas someone like the Love, Hashira, or the Flame, they seem a little bit newer. Maybe that's just because they look younger, but I don't know how long they've been doing it. Now, why do you think the stone guy just keeps crying? He's always got a tear going down his eyes. Yeah, he's just an emotional guy. Like, you know, I think he's breaking bad, or a good, he's breaking bad stereotypes in a good way. Okay. Just because you're this big dude doesn't mean that you can't let it tear out. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be careful around those guys. Tough, big, strong men that are one with their emotions. Mm-hmm. Those are the most dangerous. That's probably why you think he's the leader of this group. Why you think he's the veteran? Maybe I can see it. I don't know how I f- or why I feel the way I do, but I do feel that way. Okay. So. Turns out Nezuko is definitely drooling. I was really hoping she was just um, 
she was still in control of her emotions here, and she will be in a second. She's foaming at the mouth like a sugar, sugar addict that has quit eating sugar. Okay. Because I felt that. Yeah, I tried you felt quitting. that a couple weeks ago. I started drooling all over myself and dreamed about sour Skittles and woke up to a such a bad puddle. Such a bad puddle, one to think of. Puddle of drool. I God. mean, I just, uh, I could taste the rainbow, man. I could taste it. If I got cut off sugar, I could sleep 9,367 nights before sour Skittles was the sweet that I dreamed of. It was beautiful. I was uh, So Serpent is pressing down on Tanji so hard he's trying to get into the mix of things to make things better, but he's being held back. He's doing this so hard that Shinobu says if he uses any breathing technique, his veins will burst. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I don't know, dude, but I, I talked about it on one podcast. I've gotten my blood taken a good bit. Um... You just because I'm like a, you know, I'll donate it. I'm a good guy. Yeah, donate it. You'll donate um, to the doctors and they'll be like, why the fuck is this guy's blood so bad? Sometimes, like, if they're taking it from me, I'm like, just take a four, four extra vials. It's fine. Like, if you want to do, do whatever you want to with it. I was like, I don't care if, like, you got to know a vampire and they need some, take it. Because I'm just so cool, good at take giving it. They're, no, no, no. You give it to them. They're like, trust me, we need a few extra. We could get away with just one vial because we can smell the marinara sauce in this blood. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that was a pro at it until last time I passed out because for the longest time I had good veins. Um, they always found them really easily. Mm-hmm. But then you grew up, and then. Um, they couldn't find it, and she was kind of new. She didn't really know what she was doing. Now I'm a pretty tough guy. Like she was stabbing around. Now, and wiggling how it in was there. she? A young female? She was 30s. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly the situation here. She initially did, did not go to school to be taking blood or whatever it is her actual job is until like some people in the family were like, "Oh, well, you've always you know had a passion for giving care. I think really you should try this." You know, Sally, at your office is a bitch. Just it's not too late to find a new career path. Yeah. And then so she did it. And then I was honestly probably like one of the first few that they... She was at the point of her career where she had people watch her do it for a long time. But then they're like, all right, you're good now. I feel like I was in like the first three weeks of like she's been yeah. trained. but You might have been like the fourth person she's newly done it to mm-hmm. like by herself. Because like as soon as she didn't get it the first time, I saw the nerves setting in. Now I was cool as a cucumber. And then she went to like my left arm, tried it, couldn't do it. So she went back to my right arm, didn't get it again. See, I, this would be me. Oh, God. Oh, oh. I would do that after the first time. She'd be, <laughs> even though, even if it wasn't bad at all, just because I could see the look in her eyes. If this is like one of her first times doing it just right. to fuck with her. And then, the, I mean, the whole time I was still just like, oh, no, it's good. And then she went to my left arm again. She finally got it. And she was taking, you know, like I said, she was taking six vials. I told her to take an extra four just for fun. Yeah. So she was at like nine or ten. And about midway, I started getting like really hot. But I didn't really think of it because, like I said, I'm usually pro. And she's asking like, oh, how's it going? Are you like, you feeling okay? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's totally normal. About ninth or tenth of the way done, I'm like kind of, I'm like, whoa, I feel really weird. And she takes the needle out. I'm done. She's like, okay, you're doing good. Just sit there for a second. You're doing good. I'm like, well, I, it's like, I don't know. I usually haven't felt like this. Next thing I know, waking up with four women around me trying to get me <laughs> conscious again. 
That'll do it to you. Four women. Um, that'll wake me up from anything. What were we talking about? Hashiras. You just said the name of the episode. There was a reason we were talking about that. Oh, veins. Veins, yes. Thank God for my notes. All that to say, be careful with veins and two. I also learned if you drink a lot of water, it makes your veins protrude more. So this last time... You were dehydrated. The last time... I don't even think I was dehydrated. Because you know you're not supposed to eat or... Uh, they say don't eat or drink water's obviously okay. Up and when you give blood, like the night before so the, then i probably just hadn't ate and so i wasn't really drinking either but this last time gotcha. i hydrated up and it was fine the doc walked in and was like oh i can see the vein from here i was like throw a spear oh. i was like throw a spear at it it's fine <laughs> take an extra five so tanji breaks out of his restraints where giyu comes out of nowhere to hold serpent's arm and allow i love him to this escape. i fucking love this the boy giyu He's sticking so, up for Tanji. He's so quick. And he's so cool. Like, he he, really why is, is he so much cooler than all the other ones? He's almost, some people have said he's almost as cool as a cucumber as Ronnie is when he's giving blood. No one said that, but you can <laughs> think it. Tanji shouts to Nezuko as she flashbacks to Giyu and Tanji's first encounter when he was pleading that she is different, you know. You remember that whole spiel where he's like, no, she's my sister. She's not going to, you know, eat anyone. And Giyu was like, well, all right. All right there, young lad. That's not how Giyu sounds. He doesn't sound like this <laughs> doesn't sound. 80-year-old grand. No, that was, uh, that was Sensei. Red okay. Rocket. And then she flashbacks to uh, just in the past before she was a demon when she's cooking up a nice meal. Um, Love to see that. Just showed me that her and her mom had a special bond in the kitchen where... She was a very cute girl. I mean, she's still cute, obviously, but she was a cute, cute young lady. Back in her human days. No, she was, I mean, just so sweet, it looks yeah. like. And then last one is they're frolicking under the cherry blossoms with some children. And Did, you, obviously, we didn't, learn, we didn't learn anything about these kids, but then when you really think about it, it's like, fuck, dude. All of his little siblings. Yeah, he never talks about that, right? Just got smacked, yeah. I wonder if we'll ever get to the point where it's kind of weird that it didn't happen here. Where he like breaks down so much and like all the thought of all the other ones um, start flowing out. Okay. And he's like, that's why he cares so much. Like obviously he cares about Nezuko, but he puts so much because that's his last thing. Yeah. His mom. That's like how he's, maybe that's how he's like kept his mind off of the kids. Yeah, he's, he's never really got grieved one thing. for yeah. them. You know, yeah. he's just protected Nezuko. All this uh, happening while the words of Urokodaki play in her head to protect, protect humans and she thinks to herself, she will never hurt them. And yeah. we come to back to see her turn her nose the blood. And it yep. sounds like this. Hmm. <laughs> it does sound like that. Sassy as fuck. This wind guy. <laughs> and then, uh, I shouldn't have laughed at this, but I kind of did, I'll be honest. The master asks what happened. You know, that's the thing with blind guys. Well, you, didn't you say this guy wasn't blind? Wasn't that your take? No, th I think that was your take. No, that was not. I am not the bad. Take you were the one of that blindness. said you were. The, oh well, yeah, you are because you're the one that said Stone was blind. I think he is. I still think there's. And I said from the day one, there's no way. After two years of podcasting, we got two blind guys in one episode. How do you know that though? We didn't get it because Stone's not blind. Okay. 
Anyway, that's the thing with blind guys. They don't always see everything that's taking place. <laughs> that's very true. And I'm glad. Like, this goes to show... Do you think... Because a lot of times with blind guys and shows like this... They can still see everything mm-hmm. with their foresight. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they're going to pull that move on us at some point? Or do you think this guy literally just, like, he nope. had no clue what was going on? I think he had no clue what was going on. Okay. I mean, it seemed very real, like, very believable that he didn't know what was going on. I don't know. <laughs> what are the deal with these haunted children that he has? I still don't know about that either. Maybe that is his own kids. He had twins. That's what I, they're so haunted that I'm waiting for the part where like you know how the top of his face is very veiny and scarred, very burnt, bur- burnt. Yeah. At one point, those kids are gonna like dissolve away and like flow into the top of his forehead, where he'll be holding like each one is one of his eyes. <laughs> okay. Don't I laugh like at that. I'm telling you. I like it. I like each it. one of those haunted children are actually just extensions of his eyes. Dude, that would be sick. If but then he said I but he didn't see what happened though. No, but they did. They, they tell him what happened. Okay. So you're saying those are his own eyes, but he technically the only way that his eyes speak to him. So it's like yeah, there it is. His eyes speak to him. His eyes. He doesn't see with his eyes. He that, gets spoken to by his right. eyes. He sees all really. Yeah. Because they each are... But technically, he's hearing all. Because his eyes are telling him what they see. I'm telling you, it like... That's, that's deep. The main thing is the eyes, but they are extensions of all body parts. Okay. Just watch. When those two kids melt into his soul and he can see again... Come How on, do you think he burned his face? Go, wow, Ronnie. Candles? I don't think it was candles. I think it was probably okay. something more severe. That's the thing too. He's so it's so symmetrical, where he's burnt from like a uh, horizontal standpoint. That, or it's ex- extremely parallel. I should say. Okay. I don't know you, if symmetrical is right. Flame Hashira, maybe one in the no, past. No, 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 no. How no, is no, he no, the no. master though? Like, how did this guy get this position? Was he? Did he used we're, to be a Hashira? We're gonna find out. Okay. He's very sick with it. You think he like if he had a sword in his hand, he'd be able to slice something. Up? I think he knows his way around a sword, especially okay. of the Katana. Nichiren variety. So the master says, "I'm sure there are more who won't accept Nezuko. So you have to continue proving it to them that you and Nezuko can fight demons." He then designates them the simple task to go and defeat one of the twelve Kizuki, and then they will be accepted. <laughs> they Wait, were close. Yet yeah, no shit, and also, I'll add this one, no fair. <laughs> you don't think so? Get like, okay, Giyu already killed one, so according to my calculations, there are now 11 Kizuki, okay? Surely, Muzan doesn't replace them that fast. There has to be a very serious interviewing process, don't you think? I don't think so. I think it's like, uh, you think I think it's just like your normal, like, your normal everyday job. They lose you, and then like instantly, they just hire somebody else. They're like, well, they were replaceable. Well, yeah, from our our job, yes. <laughs> that's what I'm meaning. I think that's how I think that's how the twelve. Moons I think work. the twelve Kizuki are a little bit more. You know, the skills are a little bit more to ask for than two warehouse workers. You think? Yes. Okay. I'm just like all I'm saying is I don't like Muzan's whole organization process whole organization as much as i thought i did if he's just like oh one's gone just 
next one in line. What if he has reserves? Like these, he's like the next one up. You're the next one up. If something happens to one of the twelve, I mean, if there's a minor league system, then yeah, yeah, that's a little bit better. He's like already got people in AAA, and but then it's still just like, what does being one of the twelve get you? Why don't just expand it? That is true. Like, it seems like this. I wonder if the master is like kind of copying moves on here. He's like, well, I'm gonna have my own team. Yeah, but they don't have a name yet, though, other than just being Hashiras. Hmm. Or do you think Muzan copied him? No, because no. Muzan's thing's way too. They got the demon. They're known by the demon moons, the Kizuki, okay. the twelve. It's the all lower, varied. the upper. Yeah. From a branding standpoint, it's fantastic. Um, so also not to mention there are nine Hashiras here, eight not including Giyu, who already took care of his business. If all Tanji has to do is kill one of the 12, then what the fuck have these other guys been doing? It just doesn't yeah. seem fair. That's This is what it's like. This is what it's like. That's like me joining an NBA team at five foot two, and then being like, all right, Ronnie, all you have to do is average 30 points per game to prove yourself. <laughs> that's what they're telling them. It's like, all you have to do, think so. 30 points per game average, it, that's what you got to do. Yeah, dude, have you seen Luka Doncic? He did that shit easy. He's but like, it's first like, year in the league. It's like, what? Like, I'm a, and not everyone is like that. Can't I just, yeah. come, off, can't I just come off the not bench? Not everyone, but. All I'm saying is, I think Tanji is me in this example. Can't I just come off the bench for like eight minutes a game, shoot 36% from three, and play just a passable defense? You know, when it's like, but then they wouldn't respect you. From minutes like 10, 10 minutes to two minutes in the third quarter. Then they wouldn't respect you. That's like the whole thing you were talking about moves on. Then it's just, oh, we're hiring another guy. Here's Tanji. He didn't say anything about respect. He said accept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they still aren't going to accept him unless he does that. I disagree. I think that's way too much. Like, No. See, I think if you would have said, all right, Tanji, these people will accept you if you kill Muzan. Like, if he said that, then that would be like, okay, come on. That would be like averaging 40 points per game. (laughs) It's just not fair. That would be like averaging 40, uh, getting the defensive player of the year and offensive player of the year, MVP, and winning the ship. Show me me the other Hashira stats. Have they killed? That's what I don't I need to know more about Muzan's organization. If they've all killed, if they're all like, oh yeah, I've killed three Kizuki, and he's just replacing them like no one's business, then I'm like, okay. Well, what did the, what was it, the little, not the little kid, Ryu, didn't, isn't that, wasn't that the last Kizuki's name, Ryu? Mm-hmm. Didn't he say he was given blood by him? So he technically couldn't, he just give blood to other people and be like, all right, you're a 12. He can, but I'm just saying like... And that might be the case. If they are all like, oh yeah, I've killed three, and he just keeps replacing them, then it's like... That is a good point. We need a stat line. We Remember in like Attack on Titan when it was like Levi Squad? It was like, oh, here's their stat line of how many assists. Yes. That's what we need. We need that. How many assists, how many kills. But they got to be careful because if they come out and say like, oh yeah, we've, as a total group, we've killed 57 Kizuki, at some point I'm like, hey, stop fucking around. And cut the head off the main snake. They haven't even seen him. How insane is that? That's also just like, come on, be better. Tanji's be better seen at your it. job. 
Tanji has seen him, but they have not. Tanji saw him in episode four walking through the streets of Tokyo. Like, <laughs> try a little harder, guys. High, crimes hidden in plain sight. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer. No one knew he was a bad guy. Yeah, was- but the, they also didn't know that they were looking for Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> um, How sick would it be if like the master was Muzan this entire time? And he's been like playing this facade of being like, oh, I'm going to have this team of demon slayers. And he's the demon the entire time. Well, and by the way, you were talking about how it's... Uh, would be unfair to say kill Muzan. That's what Tanji says. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to defeat Muzan. <sighs> and this is awkward because he says it so passionately and then immediately gets shot down by the master who's like, all right, that's yeah, that's cute, kiddo, but hold your horses. Let's start with the keys of key now. <laughs> and then everyone's laughing at him. I had like secondhand embarrassment. Uh, yeah. It was cute, the love, love girl laughing and smirking. That's why I don't understand the people who like... Like, for example, we've been playing pickleball for a while now, mm-hmm. and we're not, you know, experts at it. We're not experts, but we're semi-experts. And we like we played today with some beginners, and they they weren't talking smack like this, but you talk to some people who were like, oh, yeah, I've never played, but I'll just, I'll be insane. Like, I'll beat you. Yeah. And then you get out, and they, like, can't even hold the paddle right. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, why, why would you even set yourself up for that embarrassment? There's just people like that, man. That's not me. That's totally not me either. Well. What? That's a little bit of you. Well, I never said that in pickleball. So also keep this in mind. This has all been like this whole accepting Tanji, blah, blah, blah. He's not a Hashira. He's literally the first level just like he's the same level as Cheeto Puff. But From what I what think I the master is kind of saying here is he's already he's already seen Muzan. No one else has seen Muzan. He literally fought one of the twelve Kizuki already and didn't die. Did he almost die? Yeah. But he's got Nezuko with him, a demon who fights alongside him, who almost took out a Kizuki. So they're like, well, he's almost there. He's almost like already got our res- acceptance. Well, then bump him up to level two. Okay. <laughs> so I did. This is my learning for the day. Is um, serpent is Obanai. Obanai, yeah. Obanai. Uh, the master says maybe. If I'm saying that, maybe that's his name. Now say Giyu's first name or last name. Sorry, last oh. name that's in the first slot because it's J- Japanese. Kamado. That's Tanjiro. I, I, I knew that there was a very real chance that I was going to do that. Tomi- okay, so then his starts with a T, right? Yeah. You want me to just say it? Um, I'm very good at Japanese. Uh, God, what is it? Tomioka. Yes. I knew it sounded like a pudding. Yep. Tapioca. So the master says they are done with Tanji, which prompts Shinobu to take him to her abode, which got me excited, not for the same sexual reasons Tanji seemed to think, but because her... That is not what Tanji thought. Don't put words and thoughts into this guy's head. Did you see how embarrassed he, how embarrassed yeah, he was? Yeah, you know why he was embarrassed? Because he know he's like, oh, this bitch is crazy. He's like, I don't know what she's going to... She's going to experiment no. on me. The way she worded it and the way he reacted, he thought he was going to do some smooching. 
I would be so excited if I was him. He was nervous. He might have been excited, but he was nervous. But I was just excited because that means he's going to the Butterfly Mansion. Yeah. Some of the medics swoop in to take the duo away, but before they can start the uh, Hashira meeting, Tanji sprints back yelling to allow him to headbutt that one with the scars, is what he calls him. Yeah. See, not even he knows the names yet. No, he doesn't. I felt they've very all said it, and he's he like, that. "I don't." He's like, "That's way too long." It's just know. the one with the scars. Yeah, he didn't even know the wind. Mm-hmm. So really, we're better than him. He says one headbutt for every time he stabbed Nezuko. So that would be how many, Ronnie? How many? Like three to five. He, there was two separate stabbings. Three. It was three stabbings. Are you including? Because he stabbed her once. Yep. You're including that. Yep. It was three stabbings, but... I don't know if that's right. All right, well... Someone check the tape. I don't know if that's right. Check it. So you're saying he did one when he walked up? He stabbed her three times, Ronnie. I don't know know what else you want me to say. You're saying he stabbed her once in the daylight before they even talked about... twice, three... You're being a dick about it, and I'm just saying you better be careful because this could be the exact thing I was talking about where you're talking so confidently and you don't actually know. And maybe you do, but don't act so confident. Okay. And what I mean, what is this right here? This is a classic eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. And I thought Tanji was better than that. I don't. I don't think he is. I think that guy, well, he already got one headbutt in, so just leave it at the headbutt. But that guy definitely deserved a headbutt, and he got it. So I get bonus credit because I said I was going to learn one name per episode, and I had already learned Obani's name. Oh, shit, you want to ask me this wind guy's name? Yeah, sure. Sonami. Sonami? I don't know, but that's remember You know how I remember that? Because I said sodomy last time. Okay, Sonami. Sonami. That's not what I was going to say, though. Um, Mist is my favorite Hashira, so okay. I learned their name. I will say this. It was kind of cool what he did to Tanjiro right now. Don't here. get out of your... I know you want to talk about <laughs> okay. it because you're so excited. Mist, their name is Muichiro. Which is easy because Ichiro, mm-hmm. one of the most famous Japanese men ever here in the States because it's baseball. Yeah. And all you got to say now is just put Mu, Mu in front of it. So Muichiro flicks a stone at him to shut him up because don't interrupt the master. Hell yeah. I mean, this was kind of badass. Yep. This is the one time where I'm like, okay. And he was being super serious. He wasn't like, oh, what? what formation are the clouds in he was i mean you said this is the first time you've known him for a total of 26 minutes that's actually a pretty good rate that he's impressing you at so yeah you're right he's my favorite in sneakily in your top 50 percent, even though you wouldn't admit it and, and not, that notches him up from my least favorite to like right right above that i mean your whole system's flawed so i don't even so as they carry him away, that being Tanji, the master says, Tanji, give Tamayo my regards. This guy knows all. So that is how, now we know how he knew what was going on. We had little demon helpers talking to him. We go to the calling card. When we come back, we are walking into a mansion that, I'll be honest, seemed severely lacking in butterflies. Yeah, there wasn't very many at all. You'd think you'd see a bunch of sculptures, butterfly sculptures. Sculptures. Yeah. Col- vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. At this point, it just looked like a very like elegant mansion. 
Like, there was no fun to be had, really. It was just like, oh, wow, yeah. you know, this is a very impressive. That's Shinobu for you. Bitch is crazy. She'll Don't call it a butterfly mansion. There'll be one butterfly flying around. But until some little guys start frolicking around outside, now, I think we will eventually go to, like, a greenhouse where the butterfly mansion will, will really come to life because... This I like seeing the butterflies, but you tell me you got a butterfly mansion. Have more butterflies. You better be flying some butter. They run into Sayuri, who was the secondary butterfly lady from a few episodes um, back, and also the final selection. And she's got some weird, creepy vibes slash eyes as well. She does. She is a Suguko, who is a swordsman trained by a Hashira. Um, it almost looks like Shinobu's sister. It could be yeah. her sister. It, which would be, I mean, which would be kind of cheating. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is, but I'm saying it. She looks very similar. Okay, to it. and I'm just saying, like, if that's the case, it would be like a little bit cheating. Yeah. But if she proved herself, then that's what if fine. it was like her first cousin? What do you think about that? Cousins make it a little bit better because it's like, how much would you stick your neck out for your cousin? bringing them into this world whereas it's like sibling it's like oh you know it's just it's one of those things where you just like getting a job for them it's like did they really earn it yeah or they just know the right people cousin the more do you separate it by the family tree then it gets a little better i think if it was like a fourth cousin wow yeah yeah then might that as well would be a stranger bring him in incredible uh, only those with impressive skills are chosen to be a Suguko. And she, I mean, like you said, she's a bit of an odd duck since some of the medics ask her questions and she just does not answer. Yeah, it's super weird. I don't know. Do you think she's deaf? No. Do we I, have... Didn't she talk? She talked. Like... Oh, yeah, when she Two knocked. episodes ago. Yeah, maybe... Oh. Maybe she just saw Tanji and was like so mesmerized by him. She's got okay. a crush. Okay. But then she didn't even really look at him, so I don't know. I think she's being just an asshole. You think so? Like, I don't think she respects these medics or something. She's <laughs> well, just, I mean, like, looking at him. I, I don't blame her for that. I don't blame her for that. Another little girl with a big attitude walks up. What did you think of this little girl's attitude? Didn't like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she ends up taking them somewhere else, but we won't know where until we go through some Zenitsu torture. Yay! Oh, I knew. As soon as I saw him back in the frame, I was like, Ronnie's going to love this guy. Yay! Thrilled to see his experience in his woods. Really hasn't changed him for the better <laughs> at all. He's the same old gut person. Yay! <laughs> you love this guy, man. It's so sweet and innocent to hear you talk about him. But, like, some people are going to see his reaction. They're going to be like, oh, wow, he must be, like, they must be, like, pulling his toenails out because they're messed up. What does he have to do? No, he just has to take medicine five times a day. <laughs> well, he might forget it, Ronnie. Oh, and I, I, sorry, I buried the lead. The medicine is a bit bitter. <laughs> but yet, he yeah. gets snot all over after reuniting with Tanji. Now this is funny too. His arms and legs are really short right now because he was bit by a spider. No, that's pretty funny. So he's kind of like now th that's something to freak out about. If yeah. your arms and legs are really short, if you get Mr. Potato Headed, yes, Mr. Potato Headed, yeah, that's a scary life to live. Ugh. Tanji responds, "Ah, so that's what happened 
what about the others? Which is where I paused to take notes. When he said, what about the others? They were obviously, they were just talking about like his arms and legs. I, um, I was pretty sure that Tanji was inquiring about other body parts such as Zenitsu's penis. I know. That'd be awesome if he just pulled it out. He's like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, the other body parts, they're yeah, fine. Yeah. Look at this. But no, he's, uh, he's not. <laughs> okay. I resumed the episode. That's not what he was talking about. He's only concerned about his other companions. And Zenitsu says, Inosuke, this was the most ridiculous thing of the episode. <laughs> he says, Zenitsu, he says, Inosuke is right over there. He's just sitting there in his, in his <laughs> boar helmet. <laughs> right over there. He means in a bed two feet away. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there. And it's at this point. Ugh. Where Tanji will just now realize he's there for the first time, which just is just ridiculous. With the boar's... He's still got the boar's head on. He's like, oh, Inosuke! <laughs> You're okay! <sighs> yeah, that's what I have in my... The guy's literally wearing a boar's mask. Kind of hard to miss. Uh, yeah, that was pretty fucking hilarious, though. That actually made me laugh out loud. Uh, now, do you have... I'm sure you won't, because you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have a problem with the quality of medical care being given if they are allowed to just keep a mask on? <laughs> Why would I have a problem with that, Ronnie? <laughs> it's, it's, just, a, it's a boar's head. I mean, was it sanitized, one, two? Uh, have they even checked his head and his face for problems? They've checked his throat, and he knew and he knew Tanjiro was coming back, so he's like, I gotta put the boar's head back on. I'm just like, I don't think that's right, just being able to leave that on. It probably smells. Did it get washed? Dude, there's no telling how bad that smells. That smells just as bad as Nezuko's box. It's like, were you ever a kid? Were you ever a kid? <laughs> were you? I think. It seemed like a silly question, but I just want to make sure to clear the air there. Um... Did you ever wear a Halloween costume that required a mask and you just literally you trick-or-treated in it for two hours and when you came back it and you put it on for like a picture or something you're like ah yep smells in here it smells terrible and that was two hours at in a neighborhood yeah and this guy's been fighting demons in the woods yeah in the nature smells bad for sure Tanji feels bad he couldn't help Inosuke, which, or who says in a very deep, sickly, but manly voice, I think a lot of people probably liked this, that it's okay. Um, Zenitsu at this point has a snot rope connected to the medic that I yeah. was going to, I was going to ignore and just not mention it, but it hangs on there for about five minutes and they keep showing it, so I felt like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't mention it. Yeah, and it's one of those things where the, the nose thing, it just, it's so annoying. But the fact that it's on the medic, it makes it not as bad. Because I don't like these medics. I think they kind of suck. Okay. They're not good at their job. Okay. Well, yeah. They let They're the, not good. They let the helmet remain, so. They let the helmet remain. They literally can't swing a sword, so they all they do is just carry people around, like, so you're just saying someone who do, who can't fight is just useless. Yep. Interesting so. interesting take since I've seen you with a sword and you're just not that nah, Well, I don't need a sword to fight because I've got these two big old fisties of mine. Anyways, speaking of like the snot rope, are you the type of guy if someone is like talking to you and they spit 
like spit comes out of the mouth and lands somewhere in your general area, like on you is what I mean, somewhere? Are you the type of person who will ignore it for like seven seconds and then kind of like nonchalantly then wipe it off? Or are you instantly... And get it off. Ignore it for seven seconds. Okay. Now, if the spit comes and hits me straight in the face, uh-huh. I'm not ignoring it. Then really, I'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like, and then I'll make sure they be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Oh, see, that's a that's a dick move. No, it's not. Not if it hits you in the face. Like, if it hits you in the nose or the mouth, if it hits you in the lips, I'm fucking telling them, bro. I'm a warrior, bro. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. I'll stand there. A true warrior would say, hey, do that again and I will fucking pummel you. I'll stand there for five minutes if I have to. <laughs> and if they finally yeah. walk away, then I'll just flick it off. I'm a warrior too. I literally grab them by the oh, cock and oh, balls. God. <laughs> That's you. Oh. <laughs> say it, don't spray it. Man. Nah, I, don't, I don't do that. That's I go, what you say. You say, say it, don't spray it, mister. <laughs> and I go, sorry, it was an honest accident. Sure it was. Yeah. So Inosuke, he apologizes for being so weak, and he seems way more relaxed, but kind of depressed as well. I like this. You like him being depressed? Yeah, because I think Tanji, the reason Tanji didn't see him is because Inosuke is either being, like, annoying and... Not annoying, but he's being, like... He's kind of like Zenitsu. He's loud, and he's always saying something, and now he's just sitting over there in his boar's helmet, (laughs) just not saying anything. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... That's like... it's You know what it's like? It's like when a kid is upset, like a kid is upset with his friend group, so he just like puts his hoodie on and puts his hood over his face, like ties it, you know, when you can yeah. grab the strings and tie it and you can't see any of their face and he just sits in the corner, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes me sad seeing him this down, but he'll, he'll we'll lift his spirits back up. He's going to be okay. Um, and then this is kind of cute, you know, Tanji beds up next to them. It's just a few dudes recovering. I like this a lot. And as annoying as Zenitsu is, this is a trio. They got to be sticking side by side. It's you, you don't really get that opportunity ever. You know, if you're sick, you're just sick. You're by yourself. I wish sometimes, like, you could be sick with someone. Do you want to be sick with me? I would get sick with you. And we just, like, all we have to do, we got to stay there and just yep. watch films all day. Watch films. Game. Eat food. Separate beds, or is it, like... Yeah, separate beds. Two I mean, feet probably apart. Probably like separate beds. Yeah, two I'm, feet I'm, apart. In my head, it was separate beds. But yeah, I like that. <laughs> Let's work on that. Elsewhere, Nezuko she gets her own room, and we finally get a chance to have some brother sister time. Tanji thanks Nezuko for helping protect him. He talks about the sacrifices Urokodaki and Giyu have made to help the two of them, which is truly pretty fucking awesome. It really is. And he says he needs to get stronger. He then thinks about the master and how soothing his voice is. He wonders who he is exactly. And that was a good... Him saying that was just me thinking in my head. The wheels turning. I was like, that's a good question. <laughs> who is this guy? The way they say that. If this is not like... That is the show going, hey, this guy's someone. Yeah. Who do you think this guy is? I mean, immediately I was like, okay... How can I... Is it his dad? I thought the same is thing, it, but then I was like, no, it's not his dad. He would know his dad, and he doesn't look like his dad. And then I was like, okay, is it some form of Urokodaki? And I'm... Oh, Urokodaki formed out? 
This is like his fifth form, fifth and final form. We never saw Urokodaki's face. Wait, what? You think Urokodaki fifth formed out, slayed, went through all these traps and contraptions with Tanji. Now he's not able to see, or he was never able to see the entire time, even though he was running around with Tanji throwing rocks. Haunted rock- children! <laughs> Haunted children, dude! All I'll say is he, we never saw the mask be take off. Okay, I think that's a pretty, I think that's a pretty terrible take, but I'll I'll accept it. All right, well then, who do you think it is, Mister? You got all the good takes. Do I you don't know? have any. Do you know, know. season two? Oh, uh, I think it's uh, I think it's Tanjiro's mom. It could possibly be his mom. That's about as that's almost makes as much sense as saying Yurokodaki. Okay, or right, I would like to point out right now that you were the one that said, "Who do you think it is?" I know, and I wasn't expecting. Who such do you a think it answer. is? I think do you it's... know? Do you know in season two? No. Okay, then who do you think it is, Mister? His uncle, his long lost uncle. I don't know. So now, now who's, now who's laughing? I mean, you're kind of right. The only now who's laughing? If it's someone we've seen already, it would have to be. It would literally. There's two options. It'd have to be his dad, or like his. Uh, I mean, I would say Yurokodaki, but that's just such a bad. Take. I mean, have you ever watched a TV show before? Have I seen a TV show before? Any, yeah. re- any reveal in a good TV show has to be from something early on. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, so it's got to be his dad. His dad? Or the guy? Or Muzan? No. You know, I think Muzan is a better... Hirokodaki's a way better answer than Muzan. <laughs> okay. God. I wish that I well, could. No. I wish that I could manifest the laughter that you had for what I think is an acceptable answer. This old man who was running through the forest and doing backflips and stuff, but he was never able to see the entire time. Or um, was he? Here's another thing, though. God. It's like you said. What if we find out? We get to like season six. We finally find out who this guy is, and it's just it's just. No one that Tanji has ever known before. Then this is So bullshit. this statement is absolute bullshit. It's bullshit and yeah. the show gets knocked down a peg. Yeah, I agree. Because why else would it be that thrown into our faces? I'm not saying it's like a bat. Like now they can do it reverse where they start like something in season two. They start building up a legend of like someone else and then you kind of forget about it and you feel like you're on the hunt for like this guy and then it turns out it's him. But it can't just be like... Yeah, they can't reveal it, and then someone be like, "Oh yes, that's Muchi Pichu," and they're like, "He was, he was a great that warrior." Was, yeah, and you've never heard of him before. You're like, "Well, what the hell? What were we doing?" I don't think they'd be that low to do that. I don't think so either. That's why I think it's Urokodaki <laughs> or Tanji's mom. So Nezuko, she's ready to recover. So she's already deep asleep. She does not care who this guy is. And Tanji has one of those late night thought sessions where he thinks about anything and everything. Chief among him, chief among them, that he will turn Nezuko back into a human. That's what we used to call fruiting, and back in my day, fruiting, fruiting is about anything and everything. Well, it's approximately between the hours of about 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., okay. and it's when you start getting in your feels, you start thinking, oh, I think I'm still in love with her, but you know, you never really were in love with <laughs> Is her. Is that when you think about death, too? Yeah, I mean, it's about anything. It's, bit, it's literally about death, it's about uh, love, ex-love, uh, horniness. I mean, it's all the bad thoughts. 11, to 2 a, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., 
you never think anything that you're thinking, this is what your instant thought should be right afterwards. Let me think about that in the morning. If I'm thinking the same way, then I actually meant it. Okay. But if you wake up and you think about it and you're like, oh yeah, I was just, I was just two inches hard and thought I thought I really wanted that. Be like, no, did not want it. Okay. All right. How many times have you failed that mission and woke up in the wrong bed? Several times. (laughs) Nice. So into the scene, they missed a great, adorable opportunity to have Tanji pick up Nezuko and Leia in the bed. Why'd they not do that? I know. Writers from the show call me. These are the kind of things I can help with. And elsewhere, we join in on the Hashira meeting. The master is talking about how the damage of the demons have been more than ever, and they have to strengthen their organization. Now, the wind, Hashira says that the latest incident on the mountain says it all. The trainers aren't making demons like they used to. Uh, You mean demon slayers like they used to? Demon slayers like they used to. Yeah, I like this. It's like he comes out and says it here in a little bit too, talking about how, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but these Hashira standing in front of him might be the strongest that he's ever had like in the history of since the first ones or whatever. Yeah. So I I kind of like what he's saying. He's like, we the top tier of our demon slayers are incredible, but all these newbies and stuff, all these people that we're trying to train up, just absolutely suck. Yeah. And there's fifty piles of crap, Tanji, seventy five piles of crap, Anosuke, and then one hundred and fifty feet of crap, and then mostly everyone else, including uh, Zenitsu. That's what he. That's what he means. You think? No. <laughs> <laughs> So the flamboyant Hashira mentions how much potential Tanji has. Yep. The master says the fact that Rui made such bold moves likely means that Muzan is far away from the mountain at the moment and that he's known for creating diversions to get them off of his trail. Okay. So, I mean, that's is that the kind of guy who literally like will go through the trouble of having all this make a diversion? Just to be like, I, I don't know, that guy. That guy's a Kizuki. That's a good point. Um, what would he be making a diversion of at this moment? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know, because like, what is his ultimate goal, you know? Just, is it world domination? Obviously not, because he could be doing that a whole lot easier, I feel like. Maybe the entire thing is just a diversion. Like, he literally just makes demons by just walking by and like scratching them so he could be just doing that all over tokyo so i don't know what his his cause is yeah so that so you're you're right he could easily just start doing that with everyone if he Mm -hmm. wanted to maybe it's just he he, well that he's got a feed they would find they would find him a lot quicker but it's also one of those things where if he could just do it that quick then maybe maybe he uh maybe it's just his way of being like i want to live forever and He's like, I've got to eat to live. So he's like, I'll just make a few demons because there's all these demon slayers trying to kill me. And he's like, I can eat as much as I want, all these humans. And then here you go. You got to fight these guys instead of me. So like, they're literally never fighting him. They're just fighting his subordinates the entire time. Yeah, I, that's a tough one. Or, and then I, this- feel, I mean, we're de- we're definitely getting way more on this master and moves on later on, right? Yeah. I mean... And it's going to be crazy when we <laughs> nailed every part of it. You yeah. Know? You know what I mean? Yurokodaki pops out of nowhere and he's like, 
No, the best is when the master just puts on the mask, the red rocket mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Told you. Yep. I mean, because the mask, it didn't, the eyes did not move. Yeah. It was yeah, the don't home. Yeah, don't. I definitely never saw like his like white hair, like his shaved white hair, like very short hair. Now he's got long black hair. It makes, yeah, it's a lot of sense. Wow. Ever heard of a wig? <laughs> By the way, long black hair, Tanji's dad, right? Yeah. Longer brownish, I think. Ambrosia. Yeah. <laughs> Ambrosia. <laughs> Ambrosia brown. Anyway, he says, like you said, this is the finest group of Hashira he's ever seen. He tries to help drive in the names by saying them all one at a time. Did not stick nope. for me. I will be continuing to just call them by their Goku. names and go one at a time. Ren Goku. I'll never forget it. After that meeting, the master sits alone where he says, Muzan, I will defeat you. Which is exactly why your prediction is way fucking worse than mine. <laughs> Which one? The one where you said, it might be Muzan. He might be the master. Yeah. What if it's an internal battle with himself and he just doesn't know it? <laughs> yeah. Not as bad as having a blind guy that's not actually yeah. blind. Hey, you get him right off the trail, hot off the trail if you're like, oh, I'm defeat. If you literally have a, your own battle with yourself, you're like, that way you can't even defeat yourself because you're so <laughs> confused. <laughs> Everyone vote in the comments. I, you know, send us something at Twitter, Discord. Who is more likely? They're probably both wrong, but which one's more ludicrous, Muzan or Rokadaki? And then bonus, Tanjiro's mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God! Anything? I mean, reactions for Chainsaw Man. Those come out on Tuesday nights. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, if things explode. And then the podcast for that comes out on Thursdays, Fridays, if things explode. Yep. Anything else? Just stay away from explosions. Patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. We'll be talking with you guys soon. Stay away from explosions. Give us a thumbs up. Like. Subscribe. Peace. Peace.